Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise matured sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Now we want to start a journey on the book of Revelation. So you want to pray in tongues for just about 30 seconds because Revelation chapter 22 verse 18 projected quickly. As you keep praying in tongues, for I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Verse 19 says, Right, come on. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, he said, God shall take away his part out of the book of life. And out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book this is a serious matter and as we pray in the spirit you are praying for the spirit of revelation i'm praying for utterance i'm praying for mercy i'm praying for grace to be able to communicate this thing rightly to be able to communicate things rightly that i may not add to it and not take away that i may not be intimidated by any presence in the name of jesus thank you for your anointing thank you jesus thank you lord thank you holy spirit in jesus precious name we have prayed hallelujah now, dearly beloved, I want to welcome you. We, we, we are going to do this very quickly. Today, I'm just going to do a whole introduction. Just touch some few things. But we'll center on Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. And it will open up the book for us. And now we'll begin to dive. And you'll be excited. I already feel the joy of God in my heart right now. Yeah. So today, I'm just going to look at the introduction. I'm going to talk about the revelation. Um, how do I die? The revelation of Jesus Christ. That is what I'm going to look at. But you know, through the journey, we are going to, apart from the revelation of Jesus Christ, we are going to look at Jesus among the seven churches. We are going to talk about the seven churches. The Bible talks about the seven churches, the church of Ephesus, the church of uh, Laodicea, the church of Saudis, the church of Philadelphia and all. We are going to look at Pergamos, Titeria, and all those things. Then we talk about the throne, the scrolls, and the lamp. We'll talk about what? The throne, the scrolls, and the lamp. An angel shouted and said, the lion of the tribe of Judah, who had overcome, he said, he's worthy to take the scroll and unveil it. And John said, when I lifted my eyes, it was a lion that was announced, but I beheld a lamp. We'll talk about that. 
Why did the lion become a lamp? We'll see that. The throne in heaven, the seven seals scroll, the lamp slain. We also look at the seven seals, yes? Yeah, first seven, whatever we explain, every, every one of them, the first seal. And then we look at the seven trumpets. They are, they are, we are going to look at a lot of sevens. Okay? We are going to look at less seven. Maybe today we we'll mention about the seven spirits of God. And then we will also look at There are plenty of we look at the seven bowls. Look at what it says, seven bowls. <laughs> then we'll look at the various personages and events. Like the woman and the dragon. How many of you have heard about the woman and the dragon? And then we'll talk about the two beasts. We'll talk about the lamp and the 144,000 saints. Some people say that... <laughs> Ah, Shatala Bakata. 144,000 people had qualified for heaven. So, all of us are wasting our time. We will see if it's true or not. <laughs> we will see. We have, and look, you know, I'm not going to take any human doctrine from anywhere. Scripture is going to explain what? Scripture. Hallelujah. Then we look at the harvest of the earth. Then we begin to talk about the raptures. Now, I use the word raptures uh, because I have a reason why I use the word raptures. You expect me to use rapture, but I use the word raptures. Amen. And I will explain why is the word raptures. Hallelujah. We will look at the songs of Moses and the seven angels were the seven plague. The first, seven, the first bowl, the second, blah, 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 blah. Then we talk about Babylon, the great prostitute. Babylon, the great word, prostitute. The fall of Babylon. The praise for Babylon. Then we'll talk about the praise for the wedding of the lamp. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. We'll talk about the, 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 the wedding of what? The lamp. The bride of God. I can't wait to talk about the bride of God. We'll talk about the bride of God. The return of Christ. Not the return of Jesus. The return of Christ. Because when he returns, he will not come alone. In his first coming, he came alone. But in his second coming, he will not come alone. He will come in the clouds. When he was returning back to his father, he was caught up in the clouds. And the angel said, as you saw him go, so shall you see him return. So he will return in the clouds. And what are the clouds? The Bible says, since we are surrounded by a thick cloud of witness. So the Bible says that he will lead the saints on chariots. And they shall return. The whole whole world shall see him. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Jesus knew about it, you know. (laughs) So, we've not yet yet known him. We've not yet known him. We're about to know him. Hallelujah. So, we talk about the lamp. We talk about the, uh, sorry, the bride. We talk about the return of Christ. We talk about the thousand years. The thousand years. Then we look at Satan's doom. And then I will touch on the great white throne judgment. I know as for the great white throne judgment, I may not speak much about it because I have spoken a lot about the, the judgments. Okay? It's on the podcast, I'm sure. So when you go there, you can find 
what a white throne judgment means, the Bema seat judgment, and all those things you see there. Then we look at the new heaven, the new earth, and the new Jerusalem. And then we celebrate the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If at the time we get here, we have, he, had not, he had not come, then we celebrate him. Amen. But I want you to understand that when it comes to the interpretation of the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation is not just a book that tells of things to come. Now, when you look at it from that spectacle, you make a mistake. And you cannot understand it. And the book of Revelation is such a way, listen to be very careful, is such a way that for you to understand, it is by the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus told Peter, he said, this one, flesh and blood, had not revealed it unto you. For you to know is by revelation. For you to understand is by the Holy Spirit. For there is a spirit in man, the inspiration of God. That is the only thing that gives what? Understanding. So tonight, it is only the Holy Ghost that will give you understanding of the things that we are going to teach. This is the reason why many pastors, many people don't like talking about it. Since you got born again, how many times have you heard a preaching like, okay, I'm going for a conference on Revelation. Have you heard it before? You have gone for all prophetic whatever, but today you are here. And you are, something new start, started in your life. The book of Revelation refers to events that were fulfilled in the first century or right after it. Eh? It speaks about certain events. So, the preterist or preterist, the preterist view. It was written primarily to encourage the original readers. Its value for today would therefore be deducted or teaching the value of faithfulness to God. So, before AD, before AD, Things, certain things happened and some things were revealed the book of revelation goes back into history and proceeds from there and it talks about present and then it tells the future then it expresses eternal times so if you don't see the picture this way, I'm telling you, you're going to lose it. And then another point I want you to also understand is that it is not just only prophetic. It, it's also idealistic. It is also what? Idealistic. The book does not deal with any specific historical situation. Instead, it is simply enforcing the principle that good will ultimately triumph over what? Evil. So by the time we are done, you realize that there's so much excitement and joy. Knowing very well that faithful is he who has called and he will surely do it. Knowing very well that though darkness may prevail for today, I see light coming. Joy will come in the morning. Knowing very well that the situation will not be like that forever. Knowing very well that you will not be like this forever. Yes. But the main thing I want you to understand today is that when we talk about the book of Revelation, we are talking about the person of Jesus Christ. And that is why I want to start from that point. The revelation of Jesus Christ. 
the revelation of who? Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. So this is where we are going to dwell just for tonight. And if the Bible is yours, I want you to understand, I mean, underline the revelation of Jesus Christ. And then, which God gave. Then you underline servants. And then you underline signified. I think this underlines would help us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant. John got to a point that even himself didn't understand the things he was seeing. So this book is such a way that you might not be able to understand everything. But he will cause you to understand what he wants you to know. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? The revelation of Jesus Christ could be interpreted as the revelation about Jesus Christ or the revelation from Jesus Christ or both. So the Bible says that the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him that means that God presented something to Jesus Christ and instructed Jesus Christ make it known to your servants but making it known to your servants Jesus chose to offer it through codes, signs and symbols coded messages sent his angels to offer it in that form so he would talk about things like a beast and you don't understand what does that mean Is it, does it mean that there's a monster in heaven dragons he would talk about things like seven years what does that mean two weeks but the bible talks about two and a half weeks what does that mean these are all coded messages which will be made known. Hallelujah. So the revelation is actually a revelation about Jesus Christ. That is one thing I want you to understand. It is a revelation about what? Jesus Christ. That is objective word, genitive about Jesus Christ. Adianifai yesu. Enanietosumi yenu. Adianiso efri yesu we are talking about a situation where the thing is Jesus himself and then the thing is from Jesus. So this book is Jesus himself and this book is from Jesus. You will understand. And it is also both. <laughs> Mm. 
it is also both. What I mean is that it is Jesus himself. People interpret it like that. And when it is read, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, also means that it's from somewhere and God gave it to Jesus. So it's from Jesus. But it is also both. It's both him and from him. It is what? Both him and from him. That must be understood. Chapter 1, the verse number 1. He said, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Now, Revelation chapter 22, verse 16 says that, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. And then he didn't end there. And he said, I am the root and the offspring of David. And the bright morning star. So the message the angel was taking was Jesus himself. He was the message going. Yet he was the one sending the message through a messenger. Is somebody following? And then he placed the whole message in a quote. He said, I am the root. That means that he is the foundation. He is the beginning of every situation. And not just that. He's the one that holds firm. What must stand? He, he's actually the centripetal and the centrifugal force that holds the whole world in place. He's the force that holds the unstranged globe in place. It spins. It rotates. It revolves. But yet, does not collide. Who is that in charge? His name is Jesus. He said, I am the root. It is symbolic. It is significant. It means something. He said, I am what? The root. He said, tell the church that I am the root. I am the foundation. Nobody is the founder. He is the foundation. Every root comes from the seed. Didn't you read it? In the book of Isaiah. Where he said that a shoot shall come from the roots of David. He said, I am the root. <laughs> and the offspring of what? David. And the bright and morning star. He sent this message. Now let it be noted that the phrase, the revelation of Jesus Christ is the title of the book itself. Which actually presupposes the totality of the work of the book. Permit me to be a little bit cautious about the things I've written. Revealing a message from Jesus or of Jesus Christ himself. So the whole book, the title, right from the start to the last thing, is talking about Jesus. And not just Jesus. Jesus Christ. The Gospels may speak about Jesus, but the Revelation speaks about Jesus Christ. Jesus the Christ. Jesus, the Christ. I have already explained in this house. That is not the same. Very different things. We have Christ Jesus. We have Jesus. And we, have, we have Jesus Christ. And I've told you that when the Bible begins to talk and use this, it has its own meaning. The Bible says, and his name shall be called Jesus. 
Is that not it? He didn't say Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. His name shall be called Jesus. So in his, in his human form, whilst he walked on earth here, he was called Jesus. He was called Jesus. When he died and he resurrected, he became Jesus the Christ. Why? Because he was the firstborn of the Christ. The body of Christ. One day, you shall be called Michael the Christ. <laughs> One day, you shall be called Ajua the Christ. Oh, Christ Ajua. It's amazing. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So he is a he's a revealer, and he's a revelation. And I want you to also understand this. Today is just an introduction. That all secrets, all secrets, belongs to God, and God is the revealer. Are you contradicting yourself? No. We are going somewhere. So the scripture said, verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him. Where was Jesus Christ? So I took time to really look at that word God. And I realized that he was talking about the, the triumph God. That means that the Godhead went into decision and went into counsel. Took a decision. And then when the decision was taken, the plan was programmed. They formulated a plan into a person and told the person that you must also be the revealer. assembly <laughs> So you look at Jesus and you realize that he is not just God. He is also the will of God. The Bible calls him the express image of God's what? Glory. That means that if you want to know how the glory of God is, look at Jesus. Jesus is not just the express image of God. He is also the good pleasure of God's will. He's the counsel of God. He's the wisdom of God. 
Jesus is not just the wisdom of God. He's also the strategy of God. So when he came, he said, I am the way. Which way? The way God does things. He is not just the strategy of God. He is also that life. When God wants to give you life, he gives you Jesus. He gives you Jesus. It is this revelation, you know, talk about that side and winter semi. You see, I'm, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not able to get the right words to use, but I'll, the Lord will help me. This revelation is actually revealing this mystery, which we used to see him as a person, as a human being. Now we are seeing that he's not just a human being, he's also a message, he's an intention, he's a plan, he's a purpose, he's the modulus operandi of God, he's the wisdom of God. He's actually the weapon of God. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of anyone who calls himself lord. He is higher than every angel. He's a whole mystery that must be revealed. Jesus it's also the time of God. He's the time of God. Now go pump us here, watch out. Where he is. You know why? Because he's working to bring everything complete in fullness in him. So when you see that he has done that, they know that the time has happened. So Jesus is the watch of God. He's the time of God. So he's a whole revelation. He's a whole mystery that must be revealed so that it can become a message because every revealed revelation is a message. And to know very well this book, your Christian life will improve. And that's why I want to take my time. I don't want to rush you. I don't want to speak big, big things. I'm trying to quen all the terminologies in a way that you'll be fine. Amen. We know that God has secrets. For sure. When you read the book of Deuteronomy 29, the verse number 29, the Bible says that the secret things belongs to God. God has secrets. God has secrets. And when you read Daniel 2, verse 22, he said that he revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. He said there is a God in heaven that reveals what? Secrets. So, this God we are talking about, he's a revealer of secrets. And I pray tonight he shall reveal unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
let a deep hunger be set into your spirit. That will cause you to wake up and pick up your Bible. And now look intently into these books of Revelation. And now begin to have understanding. It took John to be in the spirit. To be able to have access to these matters. So carnality cannot help you in these matters. You can't preach it like you are preaching seven steps to financial breakthrough. No, it's not possible. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. When some of these secrets are revealed, you need a man with the spirit of God in him to bring interpretation. That is why Daniel Dems became relevant in the kingdoms of the Nebuchadnezzar. That is why people like Joseph became relevant in Egypt. Because the spirit of God was in them. And they were able to reveal the secrets of God. Hallelujah. I like the way the, uh, what was the name? The Passion Translation puts it. The Passion Translation says that this is the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Which God gave him to share with his loving servants. What must come swiftly. He clearly made it known by sending his angel to his loving servant, John. This is the unveiling of Jesus Christ. So, I told you from the beginning that the whole book is actually unveiling who? Jesus Christ. So, when it is talking about how things are done, certain events and all those things, we are talking about Jesus in action. And this is why I'm telling you that you cannot go through the book of Revelation and finish and be afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of what? <laughs> so we know that Jesus Christ is the will of God, the purpose of God, the counsel of God, the ways of God, the word of God, the wisdom of God that abounds unto us. Let's look at Ephesians 1, the verse number 3 to 12. There's more to, 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 to talk about there. Ephesians 1, the verse number 3 to 12. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in what? In Christ. You see, he didn't say Christ Jesus. You see, he didn't say Christ Jesus. So, it is not the same thing. But I don't want to go into this. The next verse, verse 4. He said, according as he had chosen us in him. In who? In Jesus. Before the foundation of the world. He told you he is the root. So before the shoot came out, he was in existence. So before the foundation of the world, he had predetermined. It's like a farmer going to the farm and carrying maize. And putting one grain of the maize in the ground. And knowing that it will bat. It will, I mean, to break out. And when it breaks out, it will not bring only one maize. It will come with plenty maize on a, a, a corn with a lot of what? Maize. So before the foundation of the earth, of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in what? In love. This is intention. This is his intention. And this intention could be captured in a person. The next verse, please. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ 
to himself. I did not make any young coupon or young croupon or young croupon or young me bakua or cronoid opo or young croupon. Need triple pony in Susu Yen crown fast yen in your man. I did be a warrior, I did your dream, I did your kind, I did your who, I did your susu ye biano or susua or susu or Christianimo. Well, now we are a Christian. It's a black, yes, Christian Namas Assassin. Nay, I meet him up and an anamas Assassin. Nay, I mean, son, and an anamas Assassin. Nay, I meet to me be an anamas Assassin. Nay, I mean, quine be an anamas Assassin. Nay, I mean, quine and an anamas Assassin. So he's not just a person, no, and I'm a person what you want to say because if you don't understand this small thing, you could see I'm saying it and saying it. You, you, the book will not mean anything to you. The book will not mean anything to you. When the Bible begins to talk about the seed of the woman in, in the book of Revelation, then you see the relevance of the seed of the woman in the I mean the book of Genesis. Then you see the relevance of the seed of the woman in the book of Revelation. So he said that having predestinated us unto adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. And I've told you that Jesus Christ is the good pleasure of God's will. The next verse. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Who is the praise of the glory of God's grace? The Bible says grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein he had made us accepted in which one? The beloved. Who is the beloved? So our acceptance is in him. Hey, beloved, listen to me. You can never become anything in this life without the Lord. You can never. You must never think about that. Next verse. In whom we have redemption. In whom we have what? Redemption. Now listen to me. Redemption is bigger than deliverance. Redemption is bigger than what? Deliverance. We have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. According to the riches of his what? Of his grace. Now when we talk about the riches of God's grace, maybe it should be another topic for another time. I've preached on this thing before. But when we talk about the riches of God's grace, it is the person of Jesus Christ. And the person of Jesus Christ is all that God has to offer. All that God has to offer is the grace of God that he sent. For God so loved the world that he gave his only God his only, only he doesn't have any anywhere again. All that God has to offer is Jesus. And he gave his only that whosoever believes in him. So if we say God is eternally rich or infinite, infinite is even time bound. When you say something is finite or infinite, it means that it has a beginning. But we are talking about a God who is eternal. When we talk about eternity, we are talking about a thing without beginning or without an end. That is why we can't call angels eternal. Angels are forever. Forever because at a point, God brought them forth. They have a beginning, but they don't have an end. So they are forever. But God is eternal. He has no beginning and he has no end. Nobody can tell where he began. And he can never end. Hallelujah. Now why are we able to have eternal life? Because that life that has no beginning. And no, has no end. Is what has been imparted into us. That is why now we also have what we call what? Eternal life. 
So eternal life is not life forever, just for us to live forever. No. <laughs> Are you here? So when we talk about the, the riches of his grace, we are talking about everything God has. Everything God has. Everything God has, which has no end. God's mercy has no end. For his mercy shall endure, ever faithful, ever sure. The Bible says, as the, as the heavens are above the earth, so is the loving kindness of God. Everything that God has, the richness of them, of it, eh? of his grace, the grace of God is Jesus Christ. So the richness. <laughs> Let's continue before we do the book of Ephesians. Wherein he had abounded towards us in all which one? Wisdom. How did he do that? Through Christ. And prudence. Then the next verse says, having made known unto us the mystery of what? His will. According to his good word, pleasure. And I've told you that he is the good pleasure of God. Which he had purpose in which one? The next verse. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ. So I told you that Jesus is the times of what? When, when God wants to watch. What time is it? He looks at Jesus. The Bible says that, that we make, until we, come, we all come to the full stature and the measure of Christ. He looks at Jesus. In fact, Jesus is actually the speck. Eh? The speck of God. So if God wants to see that, he wants to see your breed, okay? Your quality. Eh? Like when you are going to buy a dog. Say, I want a pedigree. A pedigree. I want a pure breed. Eh? I want a pedigree. He looks of father or the one or the two years from now. Because Jesus is the measure. He's the measure. The one who As for faithfulness, you're faithful, but you don't love. Who to see? Who to see? He says, he's the, he's the measure. You cannot read the book of Revelation without other scriptures. Though. It's not possible. It's not possible. And he said, he might gather all things together in one, all things in Christ, both which are where? In heaven and which are on earth. Even in word, in him. Then the last but one says, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worked all things after the counsel of his own will. In the plan of fire, you know, when we talk about the counsel of his own will, that is the medium of execution. We talk about the counsel of his will. So God has a will. Eh? And then he also has 
a way he wants to execute the will. <laughs> and I say Jesus is the will of God. And then he's also the way of God. <laughs> now it's becoming clear. Jesus is the will of God. That is why, you see, I don't know why, but I in particular, when, when I enter into a service and I hear any song about Jesus, I don't know, something begins to kick. It's probably because of the understanding I have. When I, when I was a kid and I was growing up in the Lord, I used to have a song like, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He's always just the same. Bless his holy name. That is the reason why I love him so. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He's always just the same. Praise his holy name. That is the reason why I love him so. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He said, Jesus, precious Jesus, I love that name. I love that name. Jesus, precious Jesus, there is no other name. Sunday, I'll be continuing on the, the conquering on the name of Jesus. I felt I never finished it. I'll be continuing it. And I'm sure after this, some of your eye will open the more. And you will see how powerful God has blessed you. Let's continue. Let me just fold up. Because reverence time he gave me. So I told him I'll do one verse. Just one verse. Just one verse and then I go. <laughs> now, one thing I want you to understand is that according to divine order, the son only speaks when permitted by the father exactly as the father is speaking. According to divine order. All that I'm doing, I'm, I'm just explaining this. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Already I've told you that this whole thing is about Jesus. And he said, which God? And the word which God is actually talking about deity, divine, the trinity coming together. Okay? Which the word, the spirit, and the father took counsel. Okay? Encapsulated it in the word and sent the word personified. And the word stepped into the earth and was walking as a person but he was a way. He was working as a person, but he was wisdom. He was working as a person, but he was not just a savior. He was also salvation. He was working as a person, but he was riches of his grace. He was working as a person, but he was the truth. He was working as a person, but he was the deliverer. He was working as a person, but he was the kinsman redeemer. The same Jesus. 
Is it not a mystery? Everybody say na yeni na come, come, yeni na fadjini, ya fadjini, eh? Ya fadjini. Okay, we want to do this. We we'll do this. We want to do this. I dream me a fun. Me a smart dream. Say nipa. Say mrasa siso. Now, I dream me a fire. Me a smart one. Two me a dream. I dream a chini. Me a say nina. Me a say dia chini. I call you. Me a say nina. Me a say dia chini. I call you. Why? The reason why. <laughs> the book of Genesis chapter one, the verse number one. Open up. You realize that it's the same as the book of Revelation, chapter one, verse one. He said, "In the beginning." Now, Revelation is talking about in the end. He said, "In the beginning, who created the heaven and the what? The earth." Verse two says, "What? And the earth was without form, void." darkness was upon the face of the deep. And what was happening? The spirit. And while the spirit was around, something happened. And God did what? The next verse said, and God did what? Next verse, next verse, please, please. And God did what? So you could see the father, the spirit, and the word in display on the earth. Now at a point, so this is the father. Or let me be the father, eh? (laughs) So that this will be the son. You are the spirit because the Holy Ghost has feminine attributes. So, this is the father. And I took a decision. I did my creation. So, this time I stepped forward, did whatever I have to do. And this guy was just moving around, <laughs> taking care over the waters, putting things in order. And then, what actually was happening was that the Holy Spirit is actually. The creative ability of God and Jesus is the creativity of God. And he said, Who be be felt in Uncle Pong and then you be near far a yes, Nancy Freya. So the Bible said that he's searching the deep things, yea, he searches all things, even the deep things of what of God. The Holy Ghost knows everything about God. I don't know whether the major children say, What yes, yeah. So, whilst God was doing the creation, the Holy Spirit was moving and I feel the sea. I, I feel this mass. I'm, and then God caught, the Father will catch the idea and then he will send forth the word. Let there be light. And then there was light. Then at a the point, he stepped back. When he stepped back, do you know what happened? He sent the son. And when he sent the son, he said, you don't go alone. The Bible said, in the day of his baptism, the heavens opened. And the voice of the father came down and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And that's why I told that he's the, the good pleasure of his will. And whilst the father was speaking, the spirit came upon him without measure. So, so that he could execute still what? The counsel of God. Then at the point, he drew him back and pushed this one forward. The Holy Ghost. Who is on the scene now. And when he was about to go, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. But I will ask who? 
to send you another. And then he said, Not that I'm going and you don't see me again. Oh. He said, The father and I, we shall make our bow with you. He said, We shall be with you and in you. So while the Holy Spirit is with us, the Father, the Son is also with us. So you cannot separate the Trinity. You can't separate them. Just that when it comes to function, everyone has what he's supposed to do. Now, when it comes to your salvation, it is the work of the son you're believing in this but when it comes to your conviction to be able to believe it is his work but when it comes to the provision of the sacrificial lamp it is his work i don't know whether you understand it so he provided a lamp for abraham it was a, a type of what to come so the lamp he provided was actually the son he sent. The son came at the propitiation. Now when that is done and by faith you receive him as your Lord and Savior. Now this one takes you. Do you know what he, do? he does? <laughs> the purpose, the main agenda, the real creation God's creation, the original creation that God is creating. This one will take you. Did I say? <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let's go to 28 if I'm right. Bring me 27. Good. So, first God said, let us make. That was a discussion. Let us make man. And the Bible says, so God did what? Created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and what? Female. Man is both created and formed. The creativity took place whilst his visibility was not in sight. So it's just like an architect putting something on paper, yet it is not on the ground. But the formation was when he looked at the creativity and then he formed it. So the Bible says, out of the dust, God did what? Formed man. Now listen to it very careful. Book of Revelation and Amish Church of Out of the dust, God formed man. So when you get born again, this same scripture is demonstrated because there is a man that must be formed that man had already been created before the foundation of the earth the name of the man is actually is in ephesians chapter one the verse number three 
He said he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in, in Christ. The name of the man is called what? Christ. The name of the man is called what? Christ. Now, he has created the Christ. But he's still in the process of what? Forming the Christ. He has created the Christ, but still in the process of what? Forming the Christ. Do you understand it? So when you get born again, now, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit takes you. Okay? And then he puts you into the body of Christ. To you, you see yourself individual. But you may be, the Holy Spirit takes you and by the creative, I say it's the creative ability of God. By the creativity, he looks at you and see that, no, you can perfect fit the arm that he fits you there. And you are, you are forming the body. So there's a day that the fullness of that body will come. God, are you sure we are pushing this thing? Am I making? Am I making? Am I making something? I'm trying my best, but it will get it will get loose. I'm just trying to get you opened up to what is ahead of us. So the Holy Spirit will take you and then put you, and then you become part of the body. So whatever that is happening. Okay, that happened in the Old Testament is actually a type of a reality of what truly must happen. What truly must happen. Amen. So take me back to my scripture. Salam al The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him and I told that this revelation was given by God. I try and God, I've explained that. Eh? Unto him to show to his servants. Now, another thing I want you to understand about this scripture is that the intention of God is to reveal and unveil. Okay? Is to reveal and what? Unveil the mystery or the revelation of Jesus Christ. To reveal and unveil the revelation of Jesus Christ. When Jesus came, do you know what he came to do? He came to reveal the Father. When the Holy Ghost came, do you know what he came to do? He came to reveal the Son. So the Bible says that even the Holy Spirit will not say anything of his own. It is what I say that you say. Now when the Son also came, do you know what he said? He said, I cannot my own self do nothing. So what I see my Father do is what I will do. So it's God's will to reveal. So if he's going to reveal, that means that the Holy Spirit is going to be active in this business. So in the revelation season, the Holy Spirit is very active. Why? Because it is a season of the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the season of the revelation of Jesus Christ. Not to just anybody, but to the servants of God. Now the word servants here in the Greek is slave 
And the word slave is actually begotten when, for example, taking somebody captive without his will. He doesn't want it. But you've taken him captive. And because maybe you went for war, you overcame him or you whatever. He has to serve. He doesn't pay on pay. We Africans understand what slavery is. If you have gone to the slave, uh, whatever, whatever, you will understand what it is. How you will be chained. And how they will march you through the gate of no return. And all the things that went on. This word, that is what it means. But it is not exactly so by spiritual interpretation as long as the scriptures is concerned. Actually, what the Bible wants to say is servant, which is choosing to be a slave by my will. I have submitted myself to serve, but I am serving as though I have no will on my own. And the Bible says that this revelation of Jesus Christ, which has been given to him to make known, he makes it known unto certain category of people. Not everybody, but to the servants. Those who have sacrificially, willingly, intentionally chosen to be slaves unto the Lord. Ah, I'm a slave in prayer. I'm a slave to the gospel. I'm a slave to love. You, are, you, you look so stupid in the eyes of people because of this Jesus. And you realize that when it comes to following the Lord and knowing the Lord, why would Paul say that I may know him? Then he said, and the fellowship of what? Of his suffering. Why would Paul say that? Why would Paul say that? Upon all that Paul was doing, the more servant you become, the more he reveals himself. So he made it clear by himself to his disciples. He said, in this kingdom, the greatest is the one who saves. The greatest is the one who saves. It is not with him that wears suits and go about. It is not with him that carry towels, speak big English. It is not with him that is on Facebook, everywhere, big whatever. What? No, no, it has nothing to do with that. But the one that serves. So Jesus knew that. And according to Philippians chapter 2, the Bible said, though he knew he was God, he considered it not robbery. But he chose to be a servant and a slave. So it's not everybody that can carry that mystery. It's not everybody that can receive that, this revelation. Beloved, it is not everybody. I am telling you. On Sunday, I made it clear to you that it is not every son that is a servant. It is not every son that is a servant. But he expects us to be sons and servants. Because he gave birth to us and he bought us. He bought us with his blood and brought us forth by his spirit. Brought us forth by his spirit and his word. But he bought us with his blood. And if we were bought, we were born to serve. If we were born, we were born to inherit. It's not every son that is a servant. That's why the Bible says that a son, as long as he remains a child, he said, it differs not from a servant or a slave in the house. 
You are not a master. Can you imagine Nathan? As long as Nathan still become daddy, daddy, will you give your car keys to him? Because he's still, he said, because he's still under the elements of this world. The moment you see yourself under the elements of this world, it means you have not sacrificed enough. Beloved, when it comes to the sacrifice, the Bible asks us, have you sacrificed even to the point of death? You must come face to face with death. If I die, I die. I am going through this. Because of the Lord. And we come back to the name of the Lord. Because of the Lord. So this mystery, this revelation that we are going to go through, why did he choose John, not Peter? Uh-huh. Why did he choose John, not Peter? The Bible says that the disciple Jesus loved. John was the disciple who used to sleep on Jesus' chest. He was petty. He loved to be touched by Jesus. Only Jesus to have in the not do Yesu. Not do Yesu. Not do, don't do Yesu. Not do Yesu. Say that to a jungle. Yesu do, don't he? And then they look at Patmos. And they look at Patmos. Yesu don't he? Or that one more I want to say. Or say I was in the spirit on the last day. We'll get out into all those things. And we'll explain all those things. Say, and I saw. Then all these visions started coming. All these visions started coming. Why John? Have you paid the price enough to qualify for the revelation of Jesus Christ? You see, that is why fear is still in your heart. When you hear rapture, fear is in your heart. When you hear hell, fear is in your heart. When you hear the coming of the Lord, fear is Hey, Rani, my master is here. Hey, the, can you the Bible says something. Was he? And you know, my dear Nimono. Was he being as he swore to two way? How many of you? I know somebody who was a member of my church. Sorry, of this church. Who was actually in the uh, uh, first year, got admission to go to Lego. And while she was going, the mother came that uh, wants to take her to UK. She stopped the Legon and followed mother to UK. She stopped Legon, followed mother to where? UK. And went to do Mina job in UK. As I'm talking to you right now, he's in, she's in UK. Yeah. So if you know that something better is ahead of you, will you worry yourself about certain things? What is the man you say you love? My sweetheart, my babe. If, if I don't marry, Jesus, Jesus will not come. Do you understand the coming of Jesus? Do you know what it means? You have not yet arrived there. You see, you have not yet served and paid price to inherit certain revelation so that you have come to a point, knowing it so well, that the glory can never be compared. You have not yet come to that point. Why didn't he marry and why didn't Paul marry? What did he see? What, what did Paul see? Ah, what can I say? I did Minya Yanka. Munya Semi. Paul Nekas also. Minya Yanka. Munya Munya Semi. And Yan would go. Get your cast and say, Minya Yanka. Munya Semino. And say, 
Paul knew something. Paul knew something. Paul knew something. Now, because I was me rub ye be. Now say ye who name was, and I say who more meet me chile. Now should be rah on your mammy who yano. Me nyanwa medicare de ye meet me for my no cry a day. And Paul who no be be. No, who no be be who said, I dear me honey, hey, a sumbutia warrior. A sumbutin, a yasinama, a sumbutin, me lawyer dear, a sumbutin, a sikasam, a sumbo. Paul who no be be. So something. What have you? What do you know? What have you encountered? The problem is that. Let me tell you something. In the realm of the spirit, we travel by sacrifice. In the realm of the spirit, we travel by sacrifice. We grow by sacrifice. We be empowered. We are empowered by sacrifice. If you want to be powerful, it's sacrifice. Even in the aquatic world, if you want to be powerful, share blood. Sacrifice. 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 If you are not ready to lose, you are not ready to gain. I stand here looking so confused and not knowing my left from my right, whether I'm maybe making sense or whatever. When I sat down this morning, bam. My, my, my pastor, I say, you can ask him. How many times were you able to talk to me? He came to my office twice, tried to discuss something. Bam! Woke my head and then went home to go and bath and come back here. Just to come and stand here to communicate. You can't go up just like that. The way up is always the way down. The way up, nobody jumps standing there and jump. If you want to jump higher, you go down and you come up. If you don't go down, you can't come up. The way up is the way down. So this revelation has been made known and must be made known to the servants. And that word means those who have willingly offered themselves as slaves. Who have willingly? I went for uh, a, 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 a funeral over the weekend, and I met some mates of mine. These mates, when they met me, they started bringing up issues about how I used to behave in the class and how I used to uh, uh, argue with my lecturers. And uh, I mean, not argue, Bessie, but when they want to close, they were saying it. Now, uh, Mr. Dude, I don't know. We could have become easily. We could have become easily. But we must pay price. So don't be surprised when the Lord, by grace, gives us a certain small ability to understand scriptures. Sometimes my wife can sleep on the bed and look at me and say, I wish I can understand the Bible like you. But then I look at her and I laugh. <laughs> Offer yourself as a slave. Hmm? Offer yourself willingly. Have you seen a slave that has his will before? Have you seen a slave that tells his master what he wants to do? 
Have you seen a slave that gets up? Okay, you are a slave, oh. You are supposed to. Who do you are first? You are just a houseboy. And you are supposed to wash a car in the morning. And you wake up and say, Oh, master, you can't fuck us. I mean that. And then you shut up. You shut up. And you are a slave. Hey, whether rain or shine. A slave doesn't have control over his, time, his sleeping time. A slave doesn't have control over his eating time. What you eat, how you eat. A slave literally doesn't, even your death, you don't have control over it. Didn't you read about that of uh, what's the name? Uh, Abraham and uh, the, the girl she went to sleep with. What's the name of that, of that, that, that little tiny girl there? Hagar. Hagar had a choice. I mean, to, to Hagar, it may have been a pride or something. But it wasn't like that. Have you seen, have you, have you seen God bringing the matter up once in the Bible? Has God ever called Abraham that Abraham sinned? No. You know why? Because the woman she had covenant with agreed that she should go and do it. It was upon agreement. I don't say, So God looked at you. You chose it. So Sarah did not complain. She said, Sarah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I have permitted you to have access to my husband. Does not make you the main woman. So you dare not behave like that. So God rose up and told Abraham, hey, listen to your wife. Don't support that chick. So you see the power, you see the power of wives. I mean, what you know? Hey, 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 because until that one comes, beloved, you are not, you can't be a custodian of these mysteries. And until you receive these things, ah, Mamika said, Montreal, she said, go to verse 4, if, if, verse, verse 6, verse 6. Come to verse 5. Let me see something. Okay. 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds. Clouds. And every eye shall see him. And the day also which pierced him. And all kindred. Okay, go on. Go on. I want to show you something. All right, so let's see. Let's start from here. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Roll on. Then he says something. Look at it. Yeah, can't join. Eko kenyan kupansem. Oko kenyan miyasemono. Enye chenu. 
si wonjai samneka any a bone your boo john when just some nicker and your son or send a crew no some Kenya miss him and your children you didn't bop on question and your children were form may talk about sleep you see the thing that qualified the guy for the revelation and your children were form boy name and your time to go to a dream room and your channel well and your time is oh is your brother when you go to the top part of what or what that somewhere now take the revelation and then John said, I, John, who also am your brother and a companion in tribulation. Did you see? And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the island that is called Patmos for the word of God. So you see what, why it was there? And for the testimony of who? So revelation is a, is a testimony of who? Jesus Christ. Roll on. He said, I was in the spirit on the last day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. First level of hearing. Watch something. I'm going to show you something. Because the next time we meet, we'll continue from there. I heard a voice behind me. A great voice as of the trumpet. The next verse is saying, I am the Alpha and Omega. The first and the last. And what thou seest right in a book. So before God begins to show you, he will begin to advise you. Until you become obedient to his counsel, you will not qualify for his visions. And I will stand upon my watch and see what you will say. They said, write the vision down. Now look at what he said. And send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Samaria, and unto Pegamos, and unto Titeria, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Roll on. Then he said, and I turned. He had a voice behind him. Now he did what? He turned. Now when he turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks and when he saw the seven golden candlesticks the next verse says that and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one like unto the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and get about by paps with a golden girdle. the verse said his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were as flame of what fire who is he describing jesus when you see Jesus, you see a calm uh, woman. But when you see Jesus Christ, you see a fiery eye man. A fiery eye man. So you see that you see the price this guy paid and the, the revelations he started receiving. This is small. There is more to it. The revelation. If it, let's move on. Let me show you something. R- roll on. Roll on. Go. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Then roll on. I am he that liveth and was dead. Roll on. Roll on. But you see, what I want to show you is that even Jesus himself, hmm, before he could take the screw, from the hand of God, 
There's a scroll. I'll talk about that later. Before I could take the scroll from the hand of God, qualified to unveil the mysteries, he had to become the lamp that was slain. I end here. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.